This is the Salt Company National Podcast, a resource for college students on mission for Jesus. All right, welcome back to the Salt Company Conference Saturday morning of the 2023 Salt Company Conference. And we're back live interviewing some guys. Steven, how's the weekend going so far? It's been incredible so far. Ready for day two. Day two. Day two best day so far. Saturday is always my favorite day. Yes, a full day of worship, breakout sessions. Guys, we're joined live again with some church planters going out in 2023. We're, We're joined with my hero, Saul Rexius and Jack Bertelson. Give it up for these guys. Okay. Saul, Jack, how are we feeling today, Saturday morning of the conference? I Surprisingly energized. I got coffee and water in me. We're good. How about you? I feel great. Yeah, not too late of night, so we're feeling good. All right. Guys, tell us a little bit as people are listening, people are here in the room. Tell us who you are. I mean, you already just introduced yourself and where you guys are going in 2023. Yeah, so I'm Saul, and I've actually been for the last six years, uh, been in Ames. I was the Salt. Go Cyclones. Yeah. Pro Clones. And uh, so I've been the salt director there for a while and just recently kind of stepped out of that role into the church planter role. We'll be heading to Eugene, Oregon, which is actually my hometown where I spent the first 31 and a half years of my life. Uh, And we'll be back there starting this summer. Yeah, I'm Jack and I went to Iowa State as a freshman, got involved in salt company, was there for four years and then graduated Came on staff with Salt Company in Ames, Go Cyclones, and I've been there for four years doing stuff with freshmen, hanging out with Saul, and Saul asked me a couple, a year ago, two years ago, if, he, if I wanted to move to Oregon, and so I said yes. All right, guys. Tell, you said you're going to Eugene this fall, your hometown, new for you, but tell us a little bit about the city of Eugene, where you're headed, and then Jack, I want to hear from you what the campus is like, but first, tell us a little bit about what is Eugene like, what is the city, yeah. how would you describe it as yeah. someone who's never heard of it? Right. So, uh, born and raised there. It's kind of an eclectic city in a lot of different ways. Um, one thing that people love about the city, myself included, well, first of all, it's a college town. So yeah. the ducks, go, go ducks, ducks, baby, the merch, the go sports, yeah. the everything. Quack, you know? quack. So that's, that's like kind of the, <laughs> do, really, they, do they say that? They don't do they say, say quack, 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 quack. Not really. No, they don't do that. They will. Yeah. Once they hear this podcast. <laughs> Um, so many but, of them are going to hear it. Yeah, dude. In, in many ways, the, the university is the center of the city. A lot of life and energy and industry comes out of that. So that's one thing I love about the city. But also what's cool about Eugene is it's an hour from the coast and an hour from like high lakes and mountains for skiing, which I don't do, but Jack might snowboard. Um, so y- you've got a lot of like just different things you can drive to. That's really fun. A lot of hiking, biking, that sort of stuff. So great city for outdoors, arts, those sort of things. But that's what I love about Eugene. Jack, when you like started walking around the campus, you heard about the campus. What were the things that you started seeing and dreaming about? Tell us a little bit about what the campus of the Oregon Ducks look like. Yeah. Well, first off, the coolest thing about, you know, just Oregon is the brand is just well known and they love sports. So it's a huge like sports culture. They yeah. love their school. Are they any good? Uh, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> uh, a few sad losses this year, but that's all right. We'll be back next year. Catch us maybe in the national championship. Yeah. I don't know. Predicting it now. Let's go. Bo Nix leading us there. Um, but yeah, the campus is really cool because it loves sports. And also um, on campus, when you walk on their central campus, different than some Midwest schools, it's not like a grass field. It's like massive pine trees that have been there for like 
hundreds of years. I don't know how long they've been there. And so looking at that's been really, really cool. And also students who... Would you say that they've been there for generations? They have been there for generations. <laughs> generations. That's for sure, Stephen. That's amazing. But with students, what I love about students is they're from all over the country. So students from the Midwest, students from the West Coast. So a ton of different variety of people from all over the country that go to the University of Oregon. Guys, if you're listening... <laughs> I, we're joined with two of my favorite leaders on the entire planet. Saul Rexius, never met a guy who is such a great preacher, but also loved Arby's more than anybody else in the world. I don't know. He's got to tell us his workout plan to look this good, but to eat Arby's every day of his life. Jack Bertelson, the golden boy from Ames, got saved at Iowa State. Uh, no, or maybe earlier in your life, but at least God used Iowa State Salt Company in a big way in your life. And so, okay, so we're going to Eugene. We got you two guys. Solomon, tell us more about the team going. So it's not just the two of you. Yeah. But tell us about who yep. else is going. So I, yeah, I'm going to be the lead pastor. Jack will be the, he'll leading out in our college ministry. We call that the salt director. That's what he'll be doing. Also on the salt staff, we'll have Sydney Stoneback who is, she's, she's kind of our Swiss army knife. She can basically do everything. And, and she's, she's also a U of O alumni. So I met Sydney when she was Let's a go. freshman go, at go. University of Oregon. Yeah. So we'll have a couple U of O alumni on our staff team, which is cool. Um, and then we've got Kendra who will be the executive director. Let's go. You know, very skilled at just helping other people do great things. So she manages a lot of our projects, equips our people, leaders, members, that sort of thing. Um, and then we've got Davis Patton, who <clears throat> DJP, yeah. Best worship leader in the network. Yeah. For sure. Very gifted uh, musically and just as a person, so godly organized. Like we, we love Davis. So that's our staff team. Is that all you wanted? You got some people going with you nonstop. Yeah, yeah, we got some other people. We got some spouses. We got some spouses, so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Davis's wife Taylor, my wife Jenna, Saul's wife Lizzie, and the kids will be coming with us. And then there's some people in the audience today at the Salt Conference who are going with us. A few of us. Jade is going with front row. So there's some graduates who are choosing to move thirty hours away from home to move with us, which is amazing. Yeah, that's cool. So this is like going back home for you. You kind of had a brief stint in Iowa, moving here, leading at uh, Cornerstone Ames, the salt company in Ames, and now you're going back. What do you feel like you're bringing back to Eugene now that you're a part of the salt network? So you're, you weren't a part of the salt network previously, but now you're going at like this larger family of churches. What do you feel like you're now like bringing back to Eugene in a way? Yeah. Well, I think you just answered the question in your question. I, that's, I mean, my first thought is, yeah, we're bringing back Salt Company. We're bringing back, like, we're not just going as an individual entity. We're, like, deeply connected to everybody here, every other Salt Company around the nation. We're going to be back here every year. And so to be so far away is, is a challenge, but also to be so connected to the family here, we feel like we're, we're going to be so supported. We're not going to be, you know, forgotten, even though it's far away, uh, we feel so connected. So I feel like that's what we bring just in the relationships involved, the, the shared learning, the, the moments that, you know, the conference, there's so many things we'll be bringing back with us to Eugene. That's great. Yeah. I love that God brought you to Ames to meet some really important people for the rest of your life. They're going to impact your church in a cool way. So the church name, Generations, give us a little bit behind the meaning behind that name. What, why is it important to you? Cast a little bit of vision for the church name. Well, I think I've, 
I've always just loved the vision of a, a multi-generational church yeah. with, with kids, gray hair, everybody in between, you know, everybody that has a specific focus on reaching college students. I mean, so many of us either got saved or transformed in college. Um, the campus is such a strategic place for the gospel. So we want to be all about the campus, all about college students, but we also know the best context for discipleship for a college student is not just to be around other college students, but to be around people like my dad and my kids and other people all different ages. And so that's kind of where the idea of generations came in. It's like we want to be uh, a diverse church in that way, and we want to be a church that looks like and lasts for generations to come. That's awesome. That's great. A part of the church as you're going is to start a salt company. Jack, you're going to be working with the church, kind of leading out on starting the salt company. You've been a part, like Saul said, your story is so ingrained in the salt company. Why do you love the salt company? Why do you love hmm. giving your life to seeing the next generation reached? Yeah, I think the, the easiest answer is it changed my life. Coming to salt company, I had no idea coming into college that I would ever work for a church or ever be on a ministry staff or doing college ministry. And so, yeah, salt company changed my life and I know it can change others. And I've seen it you know, through the working of Thursday night gatherings and connection groups and people meeting and getting connected to other believers on campus, how that radically transforms lives. And so that's what I'm super excited for to take what happened in Ames, what's happened in your guys' context at Florida, at MSU, and hopefully do something so similar to there in Eugene. That's great. Mm -hmm. So right now it's February. We're at the conference. You guys don't live in Eugene yet, but you will soon. So what's what's the plan going forward, man? Like what's the on-ramp to starting the church? Is it this year that you're starting or what? Yeah. So we're all finishing up things in Ames, finishing well, hopefully. Um, but then most of us are going to kind of move over in the June timeframe. Right. And we'll kind of in July kind of start up our weekly rhythm of work. And then we'll kind of layer in some different things as far as the church goes. But uh, U of O is on a quarter system. So Salt's going to start a little later there. But, you know, late September, I think it's September 28th or something is the first Thursday yeah. of Salt. First Thursday. So why, did, why, does it, why does it start so late, Jack? You know, it's just the West Coast, man, they're different. You know, we're going to figure it out why they do that. Maybe part of Salt Company going to Eugene is switching University of Oregon semesters. That, that's maybe that's cool. one of my goals yeah. as well, Salt. I don't the golden know. boy coming out. Okay, so the, the salt company won't start until late September, yep. but your church will launch. Yeah. yeah, when will the church launch itself? We're we're trying to figure that out. Nice. To be honest, we, we will. TBD. I think we will launch in layers. Like we'll yeah. have, we'll definitely start some version of a Sunday gathering right around the time of Salt Company. Um, I'm just not sure if it'll be like the full on weekly Sunday morning service. We might right. start with something a little bit slower, but we're that's in process right now. Yeah. If you were giving a pitch for students listening and even just people considering moving on a church plant one day, what's your pitch to move to like Eugene, Oregon? I don't know, Jack. What's your pitch? Last night, like as Luke is talking, I'm literally like every conference when I walk in, I like send a picture to my family and I'm like, it hurts to send this, but I'm saying like me and Jenna are giving our lives to this. Wow. Like it's yeah. incredible. And so the opportunity after you graduate. No one knows what they're going to do with their life for the rest of their life right after you graduate. And so it's just such a strategic time to think, man, what could I do with my life to like serve the kingdom and honestly watch people like me have an opportunity to be a part of Salt Company at another campus or a place that doesn't know it. There's nowhere on the West Coast right now that even has a hint of like what Salt Company is right. or what God has been doing inside of the movement of Salt Company in the Midwest and kind of as we go east a little bit. And so the pitch is like, man, 
there's nothing like it on the West Coast. And if you just want to see God move, you can go to any of these church plants and you can go to existing church plants, but the opportunity to go on a new church plant is to be part of something that will last, hopefully, like Saul said, for like generations to come. And you can look back on your life and go, man, I was a part of that like since its beginning. Yeah. And I think, I can't remember who said it, but the concept of 730 days, it's two years. It's like, would you give us 730 days to like help start this thing? Because we, we are excited about teaching people there to love Salt Company. It's also really nice if some people come with us who already know and love Salt Company. Right, right, and yeah. They can help us yep. teach others yeah. to know and love it as well. And so give us 730 days. Yeah. We're not expecting people to be there for the next 20 years, although that could very well happen. But if you think 730 days, I can do that. I can help you know, partner with what God is doing there in Eugene in 730 days. Let's go. Yeah, yeah so if you're out here today or, <clears throat> or you're listening to this later and you're like, man, that sounds compelling and I'd like to know more. Man, we would just say reach out to Salt Oregon on Instagram. I'm sure there's a way that you can connect with the church. We just got our website up. Oh, okay. Whoa. Let's, go. Let's check it out right now. Yeah, go for it. GenerationsEugene.com. So. Whoa. Let's go. Hey, seriously, Stephen and I have been on church plants, and you guys won't realize how valuable it is to get the culture of Salt Company students who know Salt to go on these church plants to help be a part of the core team. And so, guys, as we wrap this up, I mean, so how can we be praying for you guys? What are some prayer requests that we, as a network of churches and as a family of Salt Company, how can we be praying for you guys going forward? Yeah, I think there's a couple things. One is just like favor in the city, especially among other churches. Like we want to come in and partner with what God is already doing with the churches there. We want to be part of that. Like we don't right. yeah. want to come and act like we've got all the answers because we 100% do not. So I think to have a great relationship with the other people who are already doing great work there. Um, the other thing is just would be a, a place to meet. Um, there, there's not a ton of options for us. And so we want to find a place that can hold us, but that's close enough to campus, but also has parking, you know, all the things. And so those would be the two things that first come to my man, uh, to my mind. Um, yeah, a favor with other churches and, and a place to gather. Would you add anything to that? Yeah, I think just two things. One, of course, is a campus that we would get connected to students who would be interested or even like this conference, I've met students who are like, hey, my cousin goes to Oregon. I want to give you their contact. Like just more people that we can get connected to that we can just invite into what we're doing. And then two, for many of us and many of our core team, we're moving literally across the country. And so just the challenge that comes from being 30 hours away from home, leaving family, leaving community, leaving friends, that when we get to Eugene, it would feel like home, Mm. that we'd have family and friends like right away. So those are two kind of like big rocks on my mind right now. Man, that's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. I saw as you were leading, you know, kind of at the beginning of our our time at Salt Company Conference, it, it was really cool to think like next year, in this setting, like you can look out and see students from the University of Oregon that are in here, that eternities will be changed for generations because of what you guys are doing. So we just want to honor your leadership. You guys are incredibly humble leaders, gifted leaders, called leaders. You're great friends. Uh, it's such a privilege to have you guys leading uh, in this family. And so thank you guys for hanging out with us. Guys, if you are excited to see some Oregon Ducks at conference next year, well, guess what? You're in good company. Thanks for joining us. See you guys later.